I want to take a quick moment and give a shout out to our sponsor, Elgato Gaming. If you're a seasoned content creator or interested in creating content, I highly recommend checking out all the Elgato products. One of the many industry-leading game capture devices that Elgato offers, and one I've personally used for the past couple years, is the Elgato HD60S. The HD60S is an external capture card that not only looks good, but provides stunning 1080p, 60fps, and is powered by the Elgato's superior low-latency technology that makes it easy to record, upload, and live stream professional content with ease. It also offers a 3.5 millimeter input for a microphone or an external audio source, whatever you'd like. It's plug and play taken to the next level, literally. So if you want to show off your skill on live streams or just record your gameplay for a highlight video, the Elgato HD60S is my number one recommendation. Pick one up today and support the podcast by going to deserto.com slash Elgato. That's D-E-X-E-R-T-O dot com slash E-L-G-A-T-O. And start creating your own content today. You're listening to the Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with me today, I got a lot of people. I got, I got, I got the squad here. We're, we're going to be dropping in some hot topics today, but before we get started, as always, this show is brought to you by Deserter.com and FortniteIntel.com, where you can see all the latest news, what's going on inside the community, and obviously sponsored by Elgato Gaming. Thank you so much, Elgato. Great products. And we have a, we have a, we have a streaming specialist on here today that I'm sure can say that there's some great Elgato products out there. Uh, but make sure you're following us on the Fortnite Podcast, at the Fortnite Podcast, and if you're, wherever you're listening, leave us a review. It helps people find out that there's actually a Fortnite Podcast out there for the community, by the community, and hopefully you guys are enjoying it. So please, 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 you know, drop that five star and, you know, go ahead and leave us a review. We really would appreciate it. Well, without further ado, I want to jump right into here because we got a lot of people to talk about. We got the squad here, as I said. And, you know, I want to start off introducing my friend and a buddy and someone that you guys might be playing his creative mode recently, Mr. <laughs> Raw Red. What's going on, buddy? What's up, man? How you doing? Man, I'm super excited to have you here, and I want to jump in and talk about your 1v1 battle park, you know, that, that you definitely launched, and so I look forward to talking about that a little bit. We got Bobby, my friend Bobby, who is the reason, the owner and CEO of Wavy Gaming. What's up, Bobby? How you doing, buddy? What's up, Troy? How's it going, my man? Doing good, man. You know, uh, you know we, we, we didn't get too many wins last night, so I'm a little uh, salty about that. I'm going <laughs> to blame that on your, on your brother, but I think we'll, we'll go ahead. I think we're a little too hyped from that concert. That's why I think that. <laughs> Bro, that, that concert was super hyped. That's mm-hmm. for sure. And of course, my friend, a buddy that I actually met last year, guys, uh, he's been incredible in the community. If you guys follow him at all, he helps people. Uh, and really, I would say that's the basis power of kind of where you started at was just helping people out. And yep. it has sent you on a whirlwind. My friend, Power GPU, what's up, buddy? How you doing, man? Doing good. Doing good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I've been wanting to have you for a while, and I was like, "Hmm, monsters out." I gotta, you know what? I'm gonna put together a little crew and and get Power to come over and and chat. If you guys don't know, Power's a big deal. If you guys are out there, he he he's super modest about it. Super, but he's super talented. He, uh, if you know anything about streaming, if you probably watch somebody on Twitch, some of the big names, he's definitely been uh there to help them get their streams going and been alongside help them through the times and i cannot wait to dive in and talk about you know your crazy year and uh, your your biggest announcement for 2019 having a kid right like yep you ready you ready to have another kid bro are you are you prepared for that definitely 
Definitely. This is going to be what number? Is this number three for you? Number three. Yeah. Number three. Okay. I got it. Before we jump in it, I got to tell you this. I had my third 2017, my third boy. I had three boys. Okay. But you go, you go from playing man to man defense when it's just two people. Yeah. Now you're going to start playing zone defense. All right. Cause it's crazy that three of them, they overpower you. And, uh, but it's a lot of fun and I can't wait to see, you know, this new addition to your life this year as well. Appreciate that, man. No, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting, especially on this year, but we'll we'll make it. Oh yeah. Cause this is, this is definitely going to be a crazy year. And if this marshmallow concerts, any key of what's going to be happening within the Fortnite community, hold on. Cause it's going to get crazy. Yeah. Uh, Red, let's dive in first to you. Let's talk a little bit about the one V one ballpark. Why don't you walk us through how you created this thing, why you created it, and your whole process of going with how Fortnite treated it from Epic standpoint. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, creative is kind of a cool thing because, like, I know uh, when it first dropped, I, I dropped into creative and I, I kind of went in there to do some like build practicing and stuff. I'm like, man, creative's cool. There's a lot of creative people that can do a lot of cool things, man, but I'm not one of them. And in <laughs> fact, I think I was playing with you and uh, you're like flying around, dropping like rocks and stuff like that. And, we were both talking about like, dude, this is really awesome, man. But I don't know. I don't know what yeah. to do in here. So uh never really had any ideas. But what really kind of spawned is I was, I was watching Twitch one day. I was watching, I want to say it was uh, Aiden or someone doing like the 1v1 battles and stuff like that. And it's really kind of become a big thing inside the, the streaming community and just competitive community as a whole. It's like a good way to practice to get better. And so uh, I started dropping into Twitch. I think I, or sorry, into uh, creative. I think I did it with Reason a couple of times. I did it with... Uh, one of my buddies, Polar, and, and uh, a couple other friends, and we, we basically try and, and battle one another and try and improve uh, our building. And yeah. But I, I started thinking, you know, every time we dropped in, we had to go in there and, and kind of like recreate our, our new battleground. And so one day I went in there and I, I kind of just made like a predetermined block, um, added some random loot around there, and uh, we spent three, four hours in there having fun. And uh, I was like, dude, what would happen if, if like eight people – can get in there one time, talk smack, talk trash. You have everything that you need <laughs> right there. I was like, man, that'd be a lot of fun. So I made it. And uh, as I made it, I kept on making it a little bit more prettier, you know, try right. to buy it and make it a little bit different. And then finally, it got to a point where I was kind of proud of it. I was like, man, let's see if we can share this thing. And and sure enough, it kind of caught wind. And So you, you, tweeted, you tweeted it out. I mentioned it last week on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you tweeted it out. You put it together a little video. You launched it up. and Next thing you know, what like Epic's contacting you, right? Pretty much, yeah. Like I went into the the creative subreddit. I was like, all right, how do you get a code? And people were like, man, make a trailer, tweet it out, put it on every subreddit that, that will will let you post it, and see what happens. And that's what I did. And it was honestly, it was within 24 hours. Melissa over at Epic uh, answered back, and she hooked me up with uh, you know the creator code and all that stuff to to get it going. And a lot of people have uh, had a lot of cool things to say about it. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I think I think it's crazy how the community obviously came around you. Everybody started retweeting. I think Monster retweeted. I retweeted. A bunch of people yeah. retweeted it. We obviously from the Fortnite podcast ended up getting end up getting some traction, and then they you know they gave you the code, which is just amazing. Congrats to you. How much time did you put into this thing? Do you think how many hours? You know, on the if you if you count all three, because the first one I built is super super basic. It's like all everything is made out of wood, and I spent like maybe 30, 45 minutes on that. And then, you know, I made a second option. I posted that one to the Fortnite BR Reddit. And uh, people were like, hey, man, everything's a little too close together. You should spread that out. So 
I went from there to make my final one. And the final one, I probably spent two nights, a couple hours, both nights, maybe a total of eight hours or so building it. It's a pretty simple build. Um, right. But I spent a lot more time figuring out how to make a video and, and, and sharing and sharing and all that stuff. So um, <laughs> and yeah, I know so a lot of people the best part. Yeah. A lot of people gave you slack yeah. on building in the video. We're not yeah. pro builders. I get I'm it. We're pro, in the video. Guys, I'm not a pro. <laughs> I, I, what, really what I love about this, and I think you can speak to this power, is, is like the community aspect of it all, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you guys were around or played any of the Halo days of the Forge. Do, you, do you, any of you guys remember those days of, oh, yeah. of the Forge and Halo? Oh, and yeah. a, a big game, a big game type power came out of that, which was um, that hammer. What was it? Uh, it was like the hammer and they played, uh, it was like something ball, something, something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What was that, that called? Oh, <laughs> I it, forgot the name of it, but I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, yeah. It was, so it was a big mode that came out. They created like a league around it. It was, and I think that's what's so awesome about Fortnite in general is they, Drop this creative mode. No one knows really what is creative and it's continuing to grow. We have some, you know, state of development of creative that came out this past week as well. But Bobby, as you look at it and being a pro, you know, having your pro players, what's the advantage to like something like what Red's built for, for players? I know for me and you, it's already affected our game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, well, personally, I think it just, uh, it magnifies everything you can do. You know, like it's different when you go into a public match and, uh, everything's just, you know, everything's just kind of dry. You don't, sometimes you don't get into those build battles. So when we go into creative, it's nice for us to be able to go and try and do things that we're not used to doing, you know, dropping those edits or, you know, doing different things that just might give us an advantage in the game. So I think with a lot of my players, at least, you know, they like to go in there one V one. And I think it just, it, it gives you that motivation to get better. You know what I mean? Like if you can't beat your friend, like when I can't beat my brother Dizzle, I want to go the next day and be like, Hey, I need to beat this dude. <laughs> right. You know? So I just think like, it's just great. You know, it's a great way to practice, you know, playground was one thing, but this is just a whole different level of the game. And like, it's just so fun. Like even when the game gets dry, you know, those public matches, we get frustrated. It's nice when we can go in there and go play avalanche or go, you know, do a parkour course. And it's just, yep. it's, it's crazy, man. It's really, it's just, it's out of this world. I think. Well, like, like red said, a ton of streamers are, are, are diving in, right? We've seen scissors who would, I would say was the first really big name of mm-hmm. he created something and it was incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know what I mean? And, you know, being able to provide that, you know, challenge to everybody that I remember vivid sitting there for like five hours, literally trying to finish out, you know, one of the lines of scissors. So here we are, you know, somebody like red having the opportunity to create something and get out there and do that, I think is just speaks high levels of what Epic's doing from a community standpoint mm-hmm. and, you know, being able to provide that new, you know, a different thing to a battle Royale that we haven't seen anywhere else. Right. And what makes it so, so crazy. Um, and you know, power, you, you got involved in the community early, early on yeah. and being yeah. able to see it grow. What, what type of things have you seen? Maybe not necessarily from creative, but the community as a whole, that's really brought you in and allowed you to like create the platform you've created so far, uh, as far as being, you know, an influence and being able just to be a person in the community that cares. I mean, when the game so I was part of the alpha with uh, save the world when that yeah. came out and I did that for a little bit and, but I'm more of a PVP player. I, I never did PVE in a lot of games. So seeing it from the beginning, when it first came out, I saw save the world. And I told myself, I was telling my friends, I was like, man, this would be a really good, like BR. And I don't play BRs. I don't, I've never played them. Um, That's funny. I, I never really liked them. Uh, but then when they came out with the whole BR thing for, uh, for Fortnite, I was intrigued and I jumped into it. 
And at the time, that's when I was doing, I did Twitch full time for two years. And that was when I was doing it still. And I remember getting into it and I told a bunch of my content, like a lot of content creators that I did help at that time, free of charge and all that stuff. I was telling them about it and they were like, no, it's too cartoony. I don't see it ever growing. (laughs) I I didn't see it that way. So at that time, that's when, uh, which I don't know if you know, Mod, um, me and him started the website called stormshield.one. Yep. So we started that website together and all that stuff. And literally seeing the growth from November to December was insane. I've never seen it when, I mean, growth just to our website was insane, but growth to the game itself, it, it multiplied in so many different levels. And it, it, it's just been an amazing journey to see it from the start, to be honest. Yeah. I, I've never seen a game grow this fast in, in such a short time. And then that's when I met Ali Myth and we talked when he only had like 4,000 followers. Now look at him. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah, year yeah. Later, like what it's it's some insane. people know about myth you know i mean he he, yeah. he might be a recognized name in some circles <laughs> yeah, of sound, life. sounds sounds familiar so sounds familiar <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i think i know that guy yeah, yeah. i mean it's crazy i and you know i even forgot that whole part about it about how deep you've been in yeah. since the beginning with you know shield one and being able to you know help build that site and get there i mean and like you said start off as a pve game Mm-hmm. now it's pvp and that website's just blown up i know you have some friend who recently what they sold that website right yeah yeah. no we officially so i stopped uh about five months ago they bought me out and pretty much i i left uh and then mod continued on with them until last month his last okay. his last month was or his last week was last month that's crazy so it, no longer affiliated with them and stuff like that so it's it's nuts just to see all the opportunity that's created around fortnite right like obviously oh, this I'm, podcast oh, and yeah. everybody else yeah. but yeah. What it's created from a community standpoint is just insane. I, I, I it, and like mm. you said, watching it grow so fast coming from where it was is just unbelievable. Bobby, yeah. I mean, for you, Bobby, it's been a different road. You decided oh, yeah. you wanted to get into a team. You wanted to create a team, own an esports team. You kicked off Wavy Gaming, building a brand, building logos, building streamers. Now you got some pro players playing for you. What has that journey been like? Well, I mean, I could give you a little rant real quick. So how it all started, I mean, me, myself, I never personally was into the esports scene. You know, Call of Duty, Madden, 2K, that was kind of like the base of what I played. And then I remember it was September 2017. I was seeing like all the hype around PUBG. You know, the Battle Royale looked really interesting to me. So what I did, I'll tell you what I Googled. I Googled free PS4 Battle Royale. And then the first thing it popped up was Fortnite. That's <laughs> and, what uh, I did too, man. That's how yeah, I found it. Really? Yeah, that is nuts. Yeah, so, that's, I Googled it and like, I, I downloaded the game. It was free on, you know, the PSN and uh, like nobody was really playing. It wasn't like that, that big of a thing yet. And like, I got into it and I told my buddies, my brother and my cousin, I was like, Hey, you guys should try this game. Like it's, it's a different, it's just different from what I'm used to. And then just ever since that, you know, like we started playing and then I started getting pretty decent. So I started playing comp a little bit, played for several different teams and then what I realized was a lot of these teams that say they're, you know, comp sports teams, a lot of them, you know, they don't, they don't give you like a personal, you know, you don't feel like you're a family with them. You know, a lot of them like didn't know who I was, like the owners, they didn't, they didn't give me any time or, you know, I'd, I'd ask them, Hey, is there anything I could do, you know, to get more recognition? And these guys just, you know, completely ignored me. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go. I have a lot of people that play and that are, you know, good friends and that are good at the game. I was like, let's start our own thing. So I just went off and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to start my own brand. And I know at first it's going to be small, but I mean, if we keep working at it, I think we can, you know, get big. So that's where we're at now. You know, I mean, we just, we're relatively new. Um, we have, you know, we have 
so many streamers, a lot of streamers, content creators, uh, lead designers, and these guys bust their butts for us, man. I mean, they're grinding night and day and some of them only get, you know, 10, 20 viewers, uh, you know, uh, uh, when they stream, but I think, you know, that's, that's good. You know, like I'm, I'm proud of them. Like anybody that wants to try and if they're, they're going to put the work in, you know, I, I respect them and I feel like they have a home with me. So, you know, that's, that's where my standpoint is, you know, like, I mean, I'm not phase or, or ghost or optic yet, but you know, that's, that's the plan in the future. So we'll see they, how that goes. They all but. had to start somewhere. And, and as power mm-hmm. can say, I mean, streaming for so many years, shoot, starting off and getting 20 people. That's a good start. Like mm-hmm. you, 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 you can start to do something. And look, I mean, I know it's crazy to say whatever you want, but you know, these people that we love, I mean, Dr. Lupo, uh, Jack Courage, uh, Ninja, all these guys started off somewhere. They had to start mm-hmm. somewhere and, uh, you know, they, they just kept grinding away. And I think if you have the mindset to, to really dig in and we've talked about it a lot on this show, especially with monster, but be committed and to do it, man, keep your head up. Don't be discouraged by other people that are around. You know, don't worry. If you got 20 people, be psyched about those 20 people, right? Mm-hmm. And, be, and be excited about it. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. I know you guys are, are continuing to build Wavy Gaming. Um, and, you know, if people are interested, definitely, you know, reach out to Bobby. Reach out to Wavy Gaming. And, and uh, you know, I think you guys are creating a great platform. And that's why I wanted to have you on because you're really about creating it around the community, which is a different aspect than a lot of esports teams. You're really building it around the community and trying to find... Um, you know, people that just enjoy to be a part and want to continue to grow in the community. So really cool. And I'm excited to have you here. Power. Let's talk a little bit about your journey, man. Let's talk a little bit about 2018 for you and where it led. Like you said, starting off with Storm Shield, getting to where you are now. Why why don't you walk us through like, how did you meet Myth? How did you become, you know, the computer guy in streaming right now? I mean, there's not a name. People can say what they want about these companies. But Power GPU, dude, you're always there to help people out. What is it that tell us about your journey? Just talk to us about your journey in 18. <laughs> so pretty much the way I got here, which I get this question all the time. I get so many DMs about it asking that they want to start their own company. Same thing that I started in uh doing what I'm doing. Um, well, truth of it is there's no there's no real guide or secret sauce you can say to where I am because I haven't I mean, I don't think there's anybody else that's really done what I'm doing, essentially. Right. There's not. Um but um, no, I mean, when I was streaming full time, I did it full time streaming. Uh, people knew that I came from the YouTube side of things where I was, I used to do benchmarks and review video cards and overclock processors and, and GPUs and stuff like that. And I was doing it as a hobby. And when I came to streaming, people found out about that. So when I was streaming, they used to ask me questions all the time. Uh, my PC is doing this issue or this issue or this issue. So I told them, listen, just join the Discord. Um, I'll answer some questions, you know, in the Discord for you. or I'll answer questions here on stream for you. Um, when I was playing Destiny back in the day, which is the game that I was mainly playing when I was streaming. Ooh, I Call of Destiny. Out. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Destiny yeah. fan. I was a Destiny <laughs> fan at one time. Um, so that's when I, that's when the community, I was more in the Destiny community and that's where like Professor Broman and Ben and stuff like that, that's how they knew me. And I, they were telling people about me as well. And, and I helped out a lot of big content creators there for free, free of charge. I wasn't charging anybody. Um, regardless of their size, I was helping people regardless. Right. So I did it free for about a good year and a half. Then when I met Ali, uh, myth uh, when I was doing Storm Shield One, um, we talked to him about being an influencer for our website, and he was he was interested. But then immediately after, like a month later, that's when they came out with their own TSM came out with their own tracker, right? Um, and then he's like, "Oh, I can't do it now because you know now they have their own tracker, or whatever this and that." I'm like that's fine, it's no worries, I understand. Um, then he asked me, you know, out of curiosity, "Hey, I see you've done work for people. Can you help me set up my dual PC setup?" And I said, "Yeah, sure, no problem." That was back in 
it was like February or March of last year. Yeah. And after I helped them, I didn't ask for anything in return. And I told him, listen, I don't care. You know, whatever we did about five hours on, on the discord chat, whatever, because he didn't know what he was, you know, this is kind of his first time really doing a dual PC setup and guiding someone over their sky or discord is kind of difficult, but, um, we got it resolved. We got everything ready for him. And after that, he tweeted me out. And when he shouted me out, I wasn't expecting it, of course. And that's when, uh, all these other content creators saw it. And one of them being courage, Jack, and it kind of just, it kind of just trickled from there. That's Domino when I helped effect. out Courage. Yeah. And Courage shouted me out. Then I helped out Scissors. Then I helped out Tensor. Then I helped out Yellow. Then I helped out Electro. Then I, and it just kept, <laughs> it just did not stop. And and I can't even, it's upwards of 600 plus content creators so far that I've helped. Ooh. I can't even, I don't, I don't keep track of them anymore because it's just, it's you know just what, too many now. You know what I love about <laughs> it? I, what I love about your story and watching you grow this past year on Twitter as well and in the community is that like you genuinely care about people. And that's where it all started, right? And I think this says a lot. Like, there, there can be people that go out there and are successful that are just complete D-bags. And eventually yeah. it gets noticed. But someone like you that, like, put in the work to help people, didn't expect anything, and then all of a sudden it blows up. Like, to me, like, that makes me so excited that you got yeah. that opportunity. Because I know, number one, you didn't do it for that. And it just happened. Uh, yes. Right? And, and I think that's what's so incredible. And you've got to talk i mean you have direct dms with some of the biggest names in the industry now because yeah. literally you were just a genuine person looking to help people out and like that's community yeah. to me man like that that excites me from a community standpoint that you were able to do that and for people out there like it should encourage you you don't have to cut corners you don't have to do anything crazy Never be a great person corners, yeah. and here you and here you are having an opportunity now you were working at best buy part-time now you're not working you're not having to do that anymore you're literally mm. full-time putting together pcs Making PCs for people. Uh, I, I mean, what, 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 are you, what are you hoping for in 2019? Uh, this year's, <laughs> I have a lot of things coming this month um, that I can't talk about yet. I have a few appointments with some companies this coming week. Uh-oh, all right. But, um, <laughs> I can honestly tell you at this point, I'm not sure if I want to go the, the route of a big company or just stay the way I am now. And just like, I have a buddy that comes over all the time. Yep. Uh, you know, tell me to do some builds and a lot of my mods and, and discord and stuff like that help me answer a lot of questions. So, um, I really don't have an exact goal yet. Cause this is, I just officially started full time as of December Yeah, and it's already been insanely busy. I mean, I'm every day I'm working, which is fine because that's how it is when you're running a business to begin with. Yeah. But, um, I'll answer, I'll answer that question in a few months. Okay. Let's you well, know. That's one of those things where there's a lot more stuff coming that it's going to it'll probably change a few things. Well, to be continued. I, yeah, to be continued for sure. Well, one thing you'll know, guys, is um, power will not change no matter what he does. He'll be the man he is no, today. That's that's my goal. I definitely, I'm staying. That's actually that's what I was going to say. A lot of people too, when they do their own business and stuff, on like even if it's for people doing artwork or emotes or whatever motes or whatever for um for you know Twitch streamers and stuff like that, is number one priority is answer all your DMs no matter the size of the person and treat them the same way no matter the size of the person. As far as numbers don't matter. If you yeah. keep it that way, you'll people appreciate even more. And that's Man, why I always tell awesome. people I charge everyone now. I don't I don't care who you are. And I always right. tell them I've had people that have 10 million subscribers on YouTube tell me, hey, I'll do this for you if you give me a whole PC for free. Nope. Sorry. I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't do it that way right now. I'm sorry. I'm not a big company yet. And I, I can't treat it. I'm gonna treat everyone equal until I get to that point where I can start, you know, sponsoring people. But at this very moment, everyone's equal. Can't can't change it. That's awesome, man. That, that's super, super encouraging. Well, 
let's talk a little bit about Fortnite. Let, yeah. Now that you guys have all met the squad here, let's talk a little about Fortnite. We got the Marshmallow concert. All right. All right. So we signed on to, to set this up a little bit for everybody out there. You know, this thing's launching at 1, 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern yesterday. And, you know, I, I see it the night before. I talk about it. I didn't even really notice all the you know, build and hype during the week that was coming. Uh, I don't know if you guys did, but I didn't really, I didn't, it, it didn't really, you know, dawn on me like, okay, this is going to be this really big thing, right? And then they dropped the challenges, I, I think, what was that, like Thursday or Wednesday? They dropped the marshmallow challenges? Yeah, Wednesday or Thursday, I believe. Yeah. Like and then, so they gave you a day to like, or a day or two to, to do the first task, which was like get his spray, right? And then the next day it opened up that they allowed you to go ahead and get the pickaxe. That was Friday. So it dropped on Thursday. It must've dropped on Thursday. Cause then on Friday you got the option to go get the dance and then the pickaxe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was Thursday then. Yep. And, and I, I love how they I didn't get the pickaxe. I didn't get it. I checked right before I got on here. I was like, Oh, I could, I could probably still get the pickaxe, but I didn't get it. You well, can't get really, it anymore. I'm, I don't think so. It's gone. So. Oh, I checked in my, phone, <laughs> my phone and I was like, dang. Oh, dude. Okay. okay. I didn't know that. Maybe next time. <laughs> well it's similar to the ice challenges that were out for you know yeah. to kill all the zombies that went away this week too and i didn't realize yeah. that that was going away before the end of the season i just thought uh, you know they were rotating the playlist a lot of dude i could not kill a million of those things i mean yeah we tried that one time we went to a few games and it was we we, we just concluded we're like we're not going to get these done we just need yeah. to get up right now i, I, I got yeah, the wrap for my weapons and that was it i was it oh, but, yeah, I, I stopped playing when the zombies came out <laughs> a lot of people did i mean like like there's so many streamers that were so salty about it and i get it like it, it, it's just so frustrating the biggest problem of it is you get to the end game like the last two or three circles and it just becomes a nightmare because like you can be battling and have the upper hand of somebody and all of a sudden zombies take down your build and it's like whatever like yeah we played it, my buddy and mine played like two or three games we got to the end those two or three games and then literally it just it was over like 50 60 zombies on us the whole time and we were just building just fighting zombies and i was like yep i i'm gonna go play save the world instead like i don't <laughs> yeah, yeah if i want to shoot zombies let me go play save the world i i actually kind of agree with that um but it, this was kind of the time frame though that red started building his 1v1 part because he wasn't too <laughs> there's, there's, interested there's a correlation right there yeah yeah he wasn't too it so maybe if they want people to be more more creative they just keep putting zombies out in br and then there people go. will keep going to creative mode I don't know. Solutions. Yeah. <laughs> But so so I can't believe you didn't get the pickaxe. Oh my gosh, I'd be yeah. I'd, I'd, oh my all we played and you didn't get the pickaxe, really? Yeah. I almost uh, didn't come on the interview. I was so sad. So what what I thought was really cool about that whole ordeal though was how they did drop certain ones in hours, like they dropped the spray and then they wanted you to go they you had to go get the dance first, which is just show up at the concert stage, get the dance, and then go dance at three different locations with that dance, right? Um, and then obviously, you, you know, the, to get the spray, you had to get a poster this week, but I thought that was a really cool way to introduce what was going on was by you know, having to go find one of the posters around the map and, and get it. But I, I still don't think after all that, we didn't really realize what was going to happen. You know, a live concert in the game. Okay. Whatever. Like a live concert. Sure. But over 10 million people watch this thing on on consoles or on pcs around america logged into fortnite how they didn't have a crash i mean power you know back in the days of destiny if everybody signed on on a launch day or update day there was a was massive problem yeah 
So the fact that they were able to balance this to allow people to do this was is is a feat in of itself, right? I mean, I'm sure you can talk from the technical standpoint. Power having this many people sign on around the world. I mean, is that is it really that difficult, or is it pretty easy? Just connect the lines. Oh no, that's difficult. That's really <laughs> and especially for him that he said he did it live. I mean, that takes a lot of bandwidth. I don't know, man. That that uh, the way they pulled that off, I, I was literally watching. I was I was scared it was going to crash. I was like, it's got crashes. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way that this is actually going to... I mean, look at... I mean, just to give you an idea, I mean, no shit anybody, but just an Anthem demo, that crashes continuously yeah. with the Anthem demo. I didn't even have that many players as Fortnite did, but I mean, Epic Games have been doing this now for a straight year, so I think they're experienced on what they're doing. So they're definitely they're definitely going to be uh, paving the road for a lot of companies. Yeah. That's for sure. It, it, what we saw, I think, speaks beyond just itself of the concert, right? It speaks oh, yeah. volumes to, number one, what... <laughs> Fortnite's not dying in case anybody was wondering, uh, you know, at not all. Yet. And number not two, yet. they're going to continue to innovate the space beyond what we could even imagine. So you had 10, over 10 million people. Uh, and I believe this comes from Jeff Keighley that, that tweeted this out. Um, and he actually said, let me, let me grab his tweet here. He actually was talking about how over 10 million people, his, his sources gave over 10 million people here uh, the access to actually watch it. And then a million people tuned in. Uh, and he says, far from alone, or far from alone, sources are telling me there are more than 10 million concurrent players watching the Marshmallow Music concert in Fortnite game today, on top of the million watching online. What a moment for gaming. And it really was. Um, if you guys don't know who Jeff Keighley is, I'm, I'm sorry. He's the guy that hosts, all right, the Game Awards every year. That's the easiest way to tell you. He's been around in, in industry forever. But um I, I think this speaks crazy numbers not only did you have 10 million concurrent players at one time you had another million people watching so three of us in here actually went and experienced the concert and you working so hard power gpu you actually watched it online watching jacks right mm -hmm. and i i want to hear from you first a, a person that wasn't actually in the game wasn't controlling a character but was viewing this through another person's stream how, what was the experience like for you? And did it also affect you about the streamer you were watching as well? Their reaction. So, I mean, Curtis Jack has an amazing personality to begin with. So watching his stream while, while working and doing that and listening to it as well. I mean, I had my volume up pretty good on my mixer too, because it was giving me goosebumps. I mean, not going to lie, just watching it and then actually looking at chat to see how hyped everyone was on top of that. <laughs> and Jack's response to what was going on. It was, it was, it was an amazing experience. I wasn't even in the game and I was getting pumped just sitting here doing work while <laughs> watching this event and me looking at, you know, going, I went into the Twitch directory to see how many people were watching the, the directory alone. There was over, I think 650,000 or something like that at the time. That's just and on Twitch. It, it just on That's... Twitch. So I was blown away. I was like, and I, and honestly, I didn't even know about this event. I had no idea about it because I've been so focused on work and right. I haven't been playing. Like I said, I haven't played since zombies and I literally just went on Twitter and I saw all this tweet about it. So I clicked on Jack's stream. I went to go check it out and I saw that and it didn't start yet. And I watched it from the beginning to the end. And I was first thing I got was a phone call from my friend. Yo, can you believe what just happened? <laughs> and I was like, no, I cannot believe what just happened. Uh... It, it was an amazing experience. Honestly, it's, it, I've never seen it done in the gaming industry. And that's, that was, I think, Something we'll talk about for a very long time. For uh, sure. I definitely think it, it, like I said, it does, does things for the industry, for Fortnite alone, that I think it goes beyond our comprehension as players and content creators and everything else yeah. that we do here. Uh, so 
a little bit of our story. All three of us, me, Red, and Bobby, were in a game together. Uh, we actually jumped in with uh, Myrick, one of, one of Bobby's buddies. And mm. we jumped in and flew in. It was like counting down. I think it had like 50 seconds left when we were, mm-hmm. when we were landing. So we saw the counter going on. We like heard his voice, right? I think it was it the night before or earlier that day. Like we heard his voice in the game. The, the night oh, before. Yeah, yeah. The night before. On the intercoms. Yeah. He's like, yeah. hey, this is Marshmallow. Get ready for the concert tomorrow. Whatever it was. Like we were like, what was that? Like we didn't even know what it was at first. And it was, you know, and then all of a sudden, so we land. And I'm thinking to myself, it, this is literally, I'm thinking, okay, like they're going to do like a CGI thing, right? Or they're going to just show it up on the screens. There's not going to be like marshmallow actually there and if there is it's just going to be some like ai character or a hologram right i mean what were you thinking it was going to be red no my, my full expectation was that we were going to drop in and they were just going to have like a little little dude sitting up there on the stage and they're going to play music what blew me away was like the way they adapted the world while you were in it so like first of all all your weapons were gone you couldn't use any of your weapons which that was awesome because yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know how people like to grief during events like this. And then like, you know, the way it made you start jumping and then, and then you lost uh, gravity and then you could fly around and, and all these crazy things, the balls dropping out. Uh, it was really, really wild. And it, it far surpassed my expectations. I think the whole time I was just like sitting there with like a goofy grin on my face, like <laughs> not believing I'm watching what I'm watching. It was really, really cool. Bobby, what about you? What were you expecting going into it? Honestly, um, I was like, a lot of people were telling me like, oh, he's just going to be, he's going to have a live concert somewhere and they're just going to put it up on the screen. And I was like, no, I was like, I have a feeling this thing's going to be crazy. And it, even what I thought, it just blew me away, man. Like, like I said, I've been to concerts before and that was one of my top five concerts I've heard. <laughs> I've been to plenty of concerts, you know what I mean? Like, it was just a crazy experience. It sounds man. so like, nerdy to say like, that was the best cop, but in reality, like if you were there and even, you know, like Power said, he's watching it, like this experience was incredible, right? And my, I, like I said, I didn't have too much expectation for what it was when I was going in. I wasn't sure what to, what to expect. And all of a sudden, like... For, for me, my son, you know, is getting excited, right? He's way more excited than I am. He's like, Dad, it's coming on in 15 minutes. And I'm, I'm working, by the way. Hope no one at work is actually listening to this podcast, but, <laughs> which probably might happen. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm working from home on Saturday. I got lucky enough to be able to work from home. And I'm like, tune in. I'm like, right at one. I turn it on. And luckily, we have a little bit of downtime. I, think it was, I guess it was lunch. So didn't have too many calls and stuff coming in. And I was able to sign on in my... All of a sudden it started and my son literally started running down the hallway, screaming, like just running. He's so excited. And my wife's like, what's going on? And she comes and sees it. And like, I got my Astros on and I'm tuned in and I'm like, we're not even talking once it starts. Like it was like, we're just literally taking it in. I got on top of modern house to kind of watch it. So I got a, a live perspective. And I think this was crazy. The first time we saw it, cause we all went and watched the encore as well <laughs> at 1 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, we had to. Yeah, yeah, we definitely had to. But the first time I saw it, I saw it from a wide perspective and just like looking up and trying to soak it all in. And it's like when you watch a movie, the second time you see it, you see things you didn't see the first time. Right. So initially it's like what you said, Red, like we felt it and we like, you know, we saw the cool atmosphere and things that occurred, like jumping up and down the zero gravity movement, you know, and then the, the bouncy, like the big beach balls and smiley face balls coming out. Um, just, you know, the whole thing. But, what caught me was this. 
after we all watched it and we were so excited and my son's freaking out and like all of us were like, oh, it was a crazy thing. And Red's like, I got to get off. My wife's going to kill me. I was up till 4 a.m. <laughs> playing anyways. I just had yeah. to sign on to see this. Like, and we got to experience all this. What was so incredible to me is I started looking at Twitter and noticing like people's different videos from different angles and even the, the detail of like what Marshmallow was doing. So Marshmallow came up from the stage for the people that didn't get to see that part. and. Literally, his movements are like, I don't know if they pre-recorded them to like mimic movements he has on the stage or what it was. I don't know how they did this, but his own movements are things you can go watch him live at events, like how he's using the tables, how he's stepping back, like all this, like down to this detail is what caught my <clears throat> eye on Twitter. So the second time we saw it, I had to go up to the stage and see him. I think I was telling you guys last night, like, Bobby, did you come up here and see him, right? <laughs> yeah. Because of, because well, of what it was. And the, and, and the the incredible attention to detail, boom, my mind, the light show, like, you know, seeing him fly around. I mean, like the whole thing was incredible, but I think seeing it the second time really showed some things in my eyes. Like, oh my gosh, the attention to detail that Epic paid here was unbelievable. And I mean, Red, for you, like, did you see anything the second time that you didn't see the first time that like, oh my gosh. Yeah, kind of like, yeah, like you, I, I, I trended more to the stage on the second time. And so I was... I think a lot of people did too, because the stage was crowded, man. So we're all like up there watching him do his thing. And I, I was doing a lot more looking around in the sky and, and you definitely saw little details that you, that you missed the first time that you saw the second time, you know, all like the little CGI guys. I think I was too close to see like the, um, or the hologram guys with the hologram bear. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Stabs and stuff. Yeah. So you saw a lot of stuff that, um, I missed the first time. So I was, I was glad we went back for sure. What about you, cool. Bobby? Well, I don't know, like the first time I didn't notice this, but the second time we're in, I don't know if any of you guys noticed, there was one part in the concert where like everybody, they, they made it to where everybody was doing the same dance moves. I don't know yeah, if you yeah, noticed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't notice that the first time either. Yeah, yeah cause I, when I saw it the second time, I was like, dude, I was like, that's so crazy that they can make everybody do this at the same exact time. Yeah. Like that's what, that blew me away, honestly. That was pretty cool, yeah, I thought. Me too. Once again, the attention to detail was insane. Absolutely insane. And like you said, Power, like this was not pre-recorded i mean from a from a technical standpoint did you think it was pre-recorded as well my buddy kept telling me so he kept saying it was pre-recorded and i was thinking to myself i think it is too because there's no way they could actually do this live <laughs> just based off the amount of bandwidth that there it's required in the servers and but then when i saw jack streaming with marshmallow and then he says that i was watching it live when he said that i was like no there's no way are you serious? That's when, that's when I literally sent my message message back to my friend. I said, yo, he actually did this live. That's that alone right there just shows you that the music industry could collaborate with so many different types of games out there. They can just keep doing this and have virtual concerts. I mean, it, it's it's imagine VR. I mean, imagine, imagine if they start doing concerts with VR. I mean, can I, you imagine that? I can't I can't imagine it. And here here's that here's that clip between Marshmallow and Jack right here. Asking, I don't know if you're allowed to speak on yeah. it, but the the actual your voice and everything that was all pre-recorded right that was all live man yeah you love to that hear was, that that was the that was the whole thing so you know in the very early workings of it all um we weren't sure what really what could be handled uh, as far as like bandwidth and stuff you know with the live voice and live everything yeah um but yeah it's crazy man like <laughs> They what they handled live was just unbelievable. And I, what I thought was the coolest thing when I'm looking through the tweets and we're, we're off this. Uh, 
So Donald Mustard, who is basically the head of, of creative or head of gameplay experience and, and, and all the creative stuff at, uh, at Epic Games, um, his, his actual title is the Worldwide Creative Director at Epic. So obviously he had a little bit of a hand in this, but this is incredible. He, his wife takes a, fo- a video of him talking Solo. to Marshmallow after the event. And he, here's the audio Jake. from that. He, this, this, is, uh, this is unbelievable. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I'm like, I'm like still just shaking. Like, I just, I can't believe it, it didn't, it worked. It worked. And it crashed. It worked. Like, it, oh, that's incredible. Like. That's incredible. Oh, man. We're getting like so many videos of little kids just like dancing. Losing their mind. Yes. So if, if Fortnite wasn't already popular enough, right, now you have all these videos of these kids dancing to a live concert in a game i like it this was, blows my mind if, if marshmallow wasn't pommy dude that guy made the smartest decision he could ever make think about <laughs> all the kids he has like that are going to be looking for his music now it's genius merch did you see his uh, merch disappeared i, I, the four, I the bought Fortnite some merch, yep. i bought some i i, 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 I got suckered it, yep. in and i bought i bought my myself a shirt and my and my son a shirt they didn't have my size <laughs> uh, yeah i got mine as soon as i as soon as he tweeted out marshmallow tweeted out i i went and got it i, I at first i was like this graphic is like a cool shirt somebody made and he retweeted it and then i was like wait a second he has a whole Fortnite store right so you know if, if you don't know anything about marshmallow he's basically the largest edm dj in the world almost right and he's collabs with everybody it's really smart imagine that right power like being on a platform and collabing with people to get more Notice in notoriety, right? And be able to have Very more fans. Smart Very uh, smart move. For all you streamers out there, think about it. Think about it. Anyways, <laughs> you, you have this guy who's, who's basically reached the pinnacle in his genre. And how do you expand that? Of course, put yourself on a platform that maybe some people haven't heard of you before or that a million kids play every day so that they can become your fan, right? Like, it's, it's genius on all sides of it. It was smart for Epic to do it. It was smart for him to do it. And at the end of the day, it was an incredible event. Uh, what I think is so incredible about the whole Donald deal was the fact that he's like, it worked. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they didn't even, there was a doubt in their mind they could have had a problem, right? And they didn't. And like, you, you got you to credit them because they're, they're never afraid to push the envelope. Like, I remember, I remember like, I think I sent you a tweet because I said, there's two things like a, like that was the coolest thing that Epic's ever done. And B, I fully expect they're going to outdo it at some point. Like you just, you have to wait and wonder what they're going to come up with next. It's, it's crazy. How, how, do you, how do you top this Bobby? How do you top? I think we're, we're talking about it last. I think uh, Drake is how we're going to top this one. We're going <laughs> to have to get Drake on concert or something. What I was thinking actually too, was uh, like how they have the block. I'm thinking like maybe they can integrate that into like just a performance center, you know, honestly, like maybe stream the Super Bowl today or something, you know, some crazy stuff, man. Like I know they have the, they have the means to do it. So anything they do doesn't surprise me at this point, to be honest. They'll do something. Power. What do you think? What what do you think we're going to see next power? You know what I'm going to tell I have no idea to be honest with you. They keep, they keep surprising us to be honest. I mean, I don't see any other company being as creative as they are. And, and it's just, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's kind of hard to even think of what the heck 
the Epic Games, I think they don't even realize what they're going to do next, and they do. I think so too. I, I think I think they're literally, and I've I've said this many times on the show. I've talked to the head of their PR multiple times, Nick, and Nick has told me like, we're not afraid to try anything, like anything. Like if it doesn't work, we'll take it out. If redeployment we'll doesn't work, it. from even gameplay to experiences, right? And I think every single experience they've had is built on top of each other, uh, especially in-game events. They've built on top of each other, right? It's been them testing something. It actually worked. They were able to do this, you know, uh, and, and provide this opportunity for the community to experience something. I think, I, I think you're right. Like, who knows what they're going to do? I, I, I never <laughs> thought they would do this. So I can't even imagine what they're going to do next. Like, but I, I will say this. From the Marshmallow perspective, it, it, it was a great fit for Fortnite, right? You could have a character you could release. It wasn't a normal person. This is where I think the hang up of someone like Drake would be is unless they go, hey, we're just really <laughs> going to break all the barriers. We're just going to start dropping famous people characters in the game, <laughs> famous right? Famous skins. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, they, they could do that. But Marshmallow was such a good fit from the music perspective, you know, having a light show. It's what you see at EDM concerts, you know, allowing that experience, that really gratifying eye experience uh, to the character, to, you know, all the promotion stuff. You, you back out and you just go like, wow. And like, you know, we got, here's, here's crazy. Did you guys know that he released a Fortnite extended album? Afterwards, was, yeah. Spotify, actually, or no, I'd, Apple, Apple. On Apple, actually, they'd, they'd, leaked the, they'd leaked it a little bit before the event went live. I'd seen that it was on Apple just a hair before the event actually went live. Like it showed the track list he was going to play. So Yeah, it was, it, it's absolutely insane. I think it's uh, here. I actually had it on my phone. It's called the Fortnite extended set. Okay. And this thing, I think if I, if I'm, correct i think it had 30 songs that he redid on it so yeah it was absolutely nuts and let's see here he has it has 20 27 songs on it that he remixed he used in this i first off i didn't know he used 27 songs in what we heard (laughs) but i guess he did and he remixed it out and and put all the mixes that he did there which is just incredible right so now Fortnite has a marshmallow extended album mix. Like this is getting crazy. Like I don't even I don't even know where to go with it. Like it was it was absolutely nuts. And of course, my son, what did he want to do today? He wanted watch to listen video. and watch the video all day. So you know, uh, you know, hats off to Epic. Hats off to Donald and his creative team, Marshmallow for doing it. Like you know, I really want to take some time and talk about it because. I just thought it was such an incredible event and I thought it was really groundbreaking for fans, for people that are involved in the industry from, you know, whether you're a personality or not, uh, to be able to have that experience and do it. And, you know, here we are, uh, you know, being able to have one of the best concerts at Bo- as Bobby said, in a video game. So, yeah. And what I, what I also think is cool is, uh, you know, a lot of these people, a lot of people actually haven't been to a real concert. So, I mean, to be able to manipulate something like that so people can have that experience, I think that just that just is wild, man, what they did. So it was yeah. just crazy. No, that's a great point. Like being able to provide a, a environment that some people have never got the opportunity to go to uh, mm-hmm. was, was definitely um, something I didn't even think about. You're right. Like people, <laughs> some people never get to go to concerts. They can't afford to go to concerts or. They don't have the opportunity to go to the concert, whatever it is. So, you know, that, uh, that the, it's just a breaking of the iceberg per se, which I mean, could mm-hmm. have a pun since everything's melting in Fortnite. It's a breaking of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, this week we had a bunch of updates. Talk real quickly and get through the game. 
Uh, we had a creative uh, featured challenge notes that came up, which is absolutely unbelievable for everybody out there. We got a, we got a, the state of development for a creative. So if you're a creative fan, tons of stuff coming to creative. So Red, you might be spending some more time in, in creative <laughs> mode pretty soon, it looks like. Um, but we had, uh, for, I thought this was really cool. And I don't know if you guys even got to see this yet, but basically this, this creative feature challenge is that uh, on Wednesday, they announced that they were going to be looking for islands that use the new challenge ga- gallery coins. When crafting, you can now be able to place coins around your island. So starting in patch 7.4, we will feature the game uh, games that have coins used in interesting ways. So, like, here's another creative aspect to think about. Like, fi- you know, hide-and-go-seek, essentially, right? Oh, yeah. People, cre- cool. people can create these maps, hide these, you know, create these mazes and everything else we've seen. Like, what we did, the, um, the, the room... Uh, what was that one called? Um, I forgot what that was called. I I know what you're talking about, but yeah, were you like escape the room? Yeah, escape, escape the room. room. Oh, yeah, yeah. Escape oh, the room. Yep, yep, so that was it. That one was nuts. Like absolutely <laughs> incredible. Uh, you have like the the what the uh, avalanche. Uh, what that is? one was the worst, dude. Oh my goodness. Cars and planes coming down. Power. Have you seen any of these creative modes? That that people? Oh, yeah. it, absolutely yeah. insane. Absolutely insane. <laughs> I mean, it was it, that was a very that was another smart move that they did. I mean. The, the creation is unlimited and they're getting uh technically free work. I mean, getting yeah. free labor out of it. And that's, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, a lot, you get a lot of good people out there that know what they're doing and they can make some amazing maps or people like red that don't even know they have the potential and they unlock the potential. <laughs> Look at that. That's true, yeah. so, super excited about that. Um, we did get a competitive Fortnite state development. We'll talk about that one a little bit more probably next week. Uh, uh, or whenever Monster comes back. By the way, for everybody wondering, where the heck is Monster? Monster's actually traveling. He's going, he's going somewhere very secret. Very secret, if you guys don't Some know. Monster this, CR? The secret. <laughs> Monster D-Face. Oh, D-Face. Yeah, yeah, D-Face. Yeah, well, CR, yeah, he's in game, yeah. So, so Monster D-Face, actually traveling, uh, who's usually here with me every week, as you guys know, you know, casting Fortnite, doing all the great things he always does. He's actually... Uh, traveling right now he's going to be going to the secret skirmish so Ooh. they got they got him uh you know piled up for that so it's going to be really awesome to see what happens there so i don't know anything else don't ask me the secrets i don't know the secrets monster didn't tell me he said he can't tell me it's a secret so they're keeping it they're keeping it under wraps but i'm i'm very excited to see what what comes out of that obviously competitive fortnite <laughs> announcing a lot of things this past week and uh you know real quickly to touch on that um bobby I mean, what are you most excited for, you know, having a team and, and looking for competitive players? Are you, you know, with, with the, you know, them addressing, hey, this is how we're going to continue and really address competitive in 2019? Well, I think, honestly, it's just the opportunity that everybody gets. You know, you don't have to be a big name to, you know, qualify for these events. You know, uh, we got we got all these opens that anybody, literally anybody can go to. And it just gives everybody such a great opportunity to make a name for yourself. And, you know, that's, that's my main goal too, is, you know, I want to send people out there that, you know, maybe they don't get the exposure that a lot of these, you know, dudes do. And I want to send some people out there and, you know, hopefully just make some noise, man. Cause like I said, the, the way that the competitive is, I mean, look at all the money they have, man. How much money is it left? 18 million or how? I don't Eight, even know 80 how much million, they have. something like that. It's, um, yeah, uh, it's crazy. 76 million. I don't know. Left. Yeah. It, it, it's it, just, yeah. Really. They have as much money as they want left. I mean, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's pretty much still coming in, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's a crazy 
thing is they say in this update, they say Winter Royale was operated uh, through the in-game tournament system and featured more than 9,200,000 players. 9 million people had a chance to show themselves as the top. Like, no other game has ever done this. Given that many people the ability to show themselves as the best players. Uh, A couple quick notes about this for everybody that's out there. that The spectator and broadcast mode coming out soon. Like... They talk about their core features and how they, I don't know how they're going to release this to the public. I don't know what they're going to do, but there's a new spectator and broadcast mode that they're releasing anti-cheat coming out more stats and more ranked play that they talked about. So tons mm-hmm. of stuff to break this down. I'll definitely bring it down in monster uh, as we go throughout the weeks, but this is absolutely, yeah. absolutely incredible. Just butt in real quick. Another thing I love is these pop-up cups, man. Like they just give, they give you that competitive atmosphere without, like I said, a lot of people can't afford to go to LAN events, you know? So it gives you that, that sense of being in a competitive scene, but you get to stay at home and play with your buddies, you know? So that's just another amazing thing I think they put in. It's just, it's fun to go into, man. Cause it's just a whole different atmosphere from the regular games. So I just, this game, just like I said, every, every week, man, like everything new that comes out, just, it, it makes me love it even more. So. It's just community. Yeah. Yep. And I love that, man. Like I said, it's just like I said, for the average person that can't do everything, you know, it's it's nice that we all get those opportunities. So Yeah, no, I I I agree. And you were kind of saying it there, Power, but like giving into the community even more, right? And and allowing them that platform to be able to do. I mean, you've been part of a lot of games throughout the years that have had these communities. What do you think so special about the Fortnite community from from what you see? everyone's unselfish that's the that's the biggest thing everyone's unselfish uh i mean there's a lot of communities out there that are pretty decent in size but a lot of people like i said a lot of people are just unselfish and and regardless of the size of the person they they like to help each other out i mean all these big content creators i I mean i was a nobody and they all these guys that had millions of followers and subscribers gave me a chance and they've done that for multiple people not just me they've done it for a lot of people i'm here with this podcast for that exact reason (laughs) my friend absolutely that's that's the key word to the to this community i always tell that to people when they talk about the fortnite community is it's unselfish yeah everyone wants to help each other out everyone wants to see each other grow and honestly that's why the community keeps growing and it just it's just a circle everyone keeps each other you know people keep coming in they see the love and it just keeps booming you know when you look at a company typically you can see how people are encouraged or what their morale is at the company right to be there and it all starts from the from the top right from the head yeah and i think I, I said this to the guys when I was at PAX the first time I met a bunch of the guys from Epic. I said, you guys do a great job of highlighting the people that should be highlighted, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they do a great job of making sure that they're feeding in the community. And like you said, whether it be highlighting somebody, retweeting somebody's art, right? Like they do all the time or highlighting yeah. somebody from a perspective of, hey, go check out the stream. Even if they're not the best player, it's not always about that for them. And so I think, really comes from the top down and you know it feeds into them on their everyday game when they go oh by the way here's an extra mode you don't have to pay for it or anything like you don't <laughs> yeah. have to buy a pass for this here you go like here you go and content creator code is the same thing yeah content creator code is another big step and that wasn't just for big creators that was for if you had a small community it didn't matter you were, you were gonna get it you know yep so uh, it's, it, it's ridiculous how the company it's amazing it's astonishing yeah, yeah. well this <laughs> week go ahead I was gonna say hashtag use uh, code. Oh raw my ready gosh! For, okay, huh? courage. Okay, courage. <laughs> use use create a code route red eighty four. I, I think if I ever have Jack on the show, I'm gonna have to have like a like an automatic button I hit it about every fifteen seconds. So it's like use the code, <laughs> you know, 
Courage JD. <laughs> yeah, 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 Courage JD. Yep. Use the code. Yeah, but like what, what what GPU said was exactly correct. Like I'm I'm a technical content creator now, but I have four followers on YouTube, right? They also <laughs> think they 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 like the idea. I've got one video, four followers on YouTube, and it's just a personal channel. And I'm like, hey man, this is pretty cool. Here's a code. Go share it with the community. And and that's that's really what makes this company cool is is that they're they don't just cater to you know the tifus and the ninjas of the world. They they really they're looking for great ideas, and if they see something they like, they're gonna they're gonna show some love. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. In fact, you talked a little bit about like your process of going through there and talking with Melissa. Yeah. And having that, like, how did you? How did that make you feel? As you know, like a small country or whatever you want to say, yeah, to be yeah, able to I mean, have that communication cool. with somebody like that. Yeah. I mean, and I still don't consider myself a content creator. I'm I'm a guy that that had a kind of cool idea that I liked that I was proud of. And I wanted to share it. You know, the, the main reason I really wanted the code is because like, you know, sometimes I'm not here and I'm not playing, but like Bobby or some of my other friends will want to play and, you know, Hey, if I have a code, you can go play on the Island. You can play too. Um, but on top of that, I always thought it'd be neat to see other people that are a lot more skilled than me take the course. <laughs> and, you know, I'd love to watch eight really, really good streamers go in there and talk smack and fight. I think it'd be a really entertaining stream. I hope to see that one day, but uh, yeah, man, I just, I reached out to a couple people and she reached out uh, back almost immediately and was very, very helpful getting me set up. So it was neat. Very and, cool process. And I wanted you to tell, share a little bit about this. Cause I asked you yesterday, yeah. you can't like edit it anymore. Like what happens once you lock it down? Yeah. Once you publish it, it's published. So like, for instance, I found one issue that I wish I could fix with my, <laughs> my build. There's only 10 traps in there. You know, uh, I've got unlimited weapons, unlimited ammo. So I, I know like if, if I have 10 minis in there, every person can have a mini. And if you drink a mini, you've got unlimited minis. And so I was thinking that the traps were the same way, but I've, there's 10 traps. And I can't fix that without <laughs> without like republishing the island. So maybe one day that'll that'll come where you can modify chests and stuff like that. But as it stands now, if you if you make any changes to your island, you republish it and well, and I'd rather not die to a better. trap in that instance anyway. So I'm fine with it. I'm fine. A lot with of people will be thankful, you know. Some yeah. people will be sad that there's deagles in there. So, <laughs> well, the cool thing is, the cool thing is, you can select any gun you want, right? So if you want to set yeah, the rules, I tried to, I tried to include every gun that was currently available in the game. So, uh, with the exception of some splodes and stuff like that, which which are hidden, uh, they're there, but they're just hidden. Um, every gun that you could you could possibly want, whether it's like the the terrible, terrible uh, six shooter or, you know, a scar they're, they're all there. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredible guys. I'll put the, uh, the number in the show notes so you guys can use it there. Also, I'll go ahead and uh, put it up. Uh, if you want to follow red, um, you can see it on, he has it pinned on his Twitter as well. So you guys can see it there um, yep. to, to get out of here and talk a little bit about the game. We got this week, talk about new items, items that you have in the game. You got the, the, the chiller grenade that came out this week for everybody that doesn't know or hadn't had a chance to play. Um, what a horrible week. I feel sorry for you if you haven't got a chance to play this week because this was not the week fun, for you to be week. super busy. So uh, yep. I'm, so, I'm sorry for that. But thank you for listening to the show anyways. Uh, we have uh, you know the chiller grenades that came out. Uh, Cozy Campfires, they updated some visuals on that. Woohoo. Vaulted. This is what's crazy is what they vaulted and unvaulted. We've been seeing this happen. I think we talked a little about this yesterday. Um, we are all playing, but they vaulted the bolt action sniper rifle, the burst rifle, the the heavy shotgun, and SMG common, uncommon, and rare. And they unvaulted the suppressed SMG, which I think we can all agree uh, between me and Bobby and Red that the suppressed <laughs> SMG is definitely the best gun in the game. 
it's pretty it's legit. top it's top three for sure like no doubt about it dude it, it's just a melter dude it melts yeah wait a minute i love this i love that smg as well it was really good actually the suppressor yeah mm-hmm. definitely yeah oh it's a great gun i'm so happy they brought it back honestly yeah it, it yeah, I, i'm i think it's what's really cool is when they unvault and vault these things and i kind of said this yesterday when we were talking is it's almost like creating new content for your game, but not creating new content for your game, right? Because it continually changes the meta or the gameplay for a normal casual fan like us. Uh, I would say more casual players per se. Uh, mm-hmm. It continually changes what we get to experience, right? Like, oh, the quad launcher's back in. Let's find it and shoot it, right? And it's just those little moments and little minute changes that I think continues to change the gameplay for fans and and you know people that you know, maybe don't get to always worry about what guns necessarily better than the other. Um, and so I, I really enjoy this, this change a lot, um, you know, and bringing, also, bringing things back and forth. Like it's always just fun to see the game. Yeah. I was going to say, I also think it just brings that nostalgic feel, you know, cause I mean the science SMG, when did they, they the suppressed? I'm sorry. They, uh, they got rid of that thing in season four, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's been oh, gone wow. a while. Yeah, it's been gone a while. So like when you get that gun back, man, it just makes you feel like oh, this reminds me of old school Fortnite. So just it's nice, like the, the pool of guns that they're bringing in and out, you know, like it just it's just it keeps the game fresh to me personally. So I, I love what they're doing, man. Yeah, there's a lot of big things that they change. Obviously, bugs. There's a crazy list. If you guys want to go read them of like gameplay fixes and even things down from like memory and networking optimization for apples and mushrooms like. I don't even know. Power, you probably know what that means way more than I do, but you know, memory and, and networking optimization for apples and mushrooms doesn't mean a whole lot to me. It just means like <laughs> keep look keep an eye out for, for apples and mushrooms. They might not be in the same place or you know, they might not always be spawning there. I don't even know. Uh but it, you know, it, 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 there's a lot of things that they do like that each week that really change out. Uh, you know, they fix the X the the, the X Force Stormwings health bar. I don't care. I shoot them all down anyways, right? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, the uh, the big change that I thought was so interesting, and I and I put a tweet out, and I got a lot of replies on it. Was now that in pop up cups, you're able to edit someone else's player. So within this mode of pop up cups, player build structures can now be edited by any player, regardless of the team status. Now this is the main one that I think came out of this that I really wanted to talk about a little bit. Um, from not necessarily a pro player's perspective like we do, but like if you're watching, right, if you're a viewer, if you're a fan of the game, like watching someone be able to edit someone else's build, to me, is a bit frustrating. It takes away from the, you know, being able, like, you know, you, you have the 1v1 park red that we battle in. If you could battle and just edit someone else's platform or someone else's structure, to me, it takes away some of the technique from the game. Um, you know, as a as a player in a, and a and a and you watch a ton of streams power when you talk about like looking at watching you know jack edit someone else's build or someone else being able to edit his how does that like play into your mindset as a as a fan watching the game do you does, does it matter to you at all i mean so i don't know a lot of people don't realize this but i actually used to play a lot of fortnite i mean i still do once in a while here and there yeah yeah, yeah. um playing the game itself i mean and watching see editing I don't know how I feel about that. Editing someone else's wall. I don't know. Me personally, I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it. Me personally, I don't like it. I mean, I, it's just too many. I mean, imagine you in a one by one and you have three people trying to kill you and one's editing the other wall. The other one's editing. The, I mean, you're, you're pretty much done. You're dead. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty much dead. I mean, if you're being collapsed on by three other people, you know, it's, 
I don't know. I, I feel like if they left it the other way around, there's actually a little bit more um, skill gap, more skill level when it comes to actually trying to take out a, you know, a squad by yourself or something. But if they could all edit your wall, I mean, so yeah, you kind of. My my and and I know you played a ton, um, but I also know you watch it a ton, right? So, yeah. uh, and and I think we all do here. Uh, we we watch and play. And for me, from a perspective of being able to watch somebody, like I'm always looking at the skill gap, right? That's why we like to watch pro players. You want to see the yeah. skill gap difference that's there. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you know, they added in spam building, and that's you know, watching someone get out of a sticky situation where they're getting collapsed on. Maybe their team fell. And you have two or three other players from the other team pushing on them and watching them, you know, shoot that structure. Then all of a sudden, maybe they build up and they get out of it or they, you know, take a launch pad and be able to get out and, and or bunker down and heal themselves. You've taken all of those opportunities out of the game, in my perspective, when you yeah. allow someone else yeah. to edit. Because imagine, right, if you're watching, you know, whoever it is, Dr. Lupo, sit there and he goes down in a one-by-one, one, you know, Courage is down. You got Tim the Tapman, of course, who's definitely fallen to damage <laughs> fall, by fall this damage point, it. right? And and he's trying to heal up or, or or revive somebody, and all of a sudden, two, because there's two players, they don't even have to shoot the structure. They can just edit it, right? And it takes out yep. the opportunity for him to be able to do it. That's where I have a big problem with it. I mean, Red, you play a ton. Got the 1v1 yeah. park. What do you think about it? I also wonder how to work because I, I know like sometimes when you have two teammates that are trying to, and I haven't played this mode yet, so I, I haven't, I haven't really like, yeah, the into cuts, it, but, like yeah. when you, when you have two teammates that are both trying to edit the same wall at the same time, there's always some kind of like weirdness that goes on there too. Like you're trying to edit and you can't edit and you can't figure out like by the time you figure, like you're trying to figure out why you can't edit, you're dead. And then it's not like, so say you're trying to edit a wall and someone else is trying to edit to get into your wall. You know, is it a ping thing that's going to give whoever the win, or, or how's it going to work? So, uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a good point played, too. I can't really speak to it, but I'm glad it's not in the base game. <laughs> Bobby, you've played a lot of tournament stuff. A lot of these pop ups. How yeah. do you feel about it? Well, for me, I'm the optimistic here. Uh, I think it just it brings a different aspect, man. Like it's a little bit more defensive. Like you have to change your whole strats when you're playing this kind of mode. Like I was playing with my brother the other day, and he got knocked, and I forgot that we you could edit the wheel. So I build in my one by one. I'm healing him. All of a sudden, I got edited on and got I got shotgun. I was like, what just happened? I was like, oh, you can edit, but that that you know, I think it's kind of cool because, like I said, it changes your whole output, man. So right. it just uh, it like. I don't know, man. It gives you, it gives you kind of like just a different, different way of playing. So I, I think you got to be more, it's, you got to be more aggressive, honestly, I think when you're playing, cause just, if you could edit, I mean, you just makes you the aggressor if you could edit through anybody's build. So. Yeah. I don't know how many pros actually ever take on a one V two situation and win it, you know, you see that a lot more in pubs, right. And it happens. And I think oh, this yeah. eliminates opportunities for people if this was if this came in the normal game i think it would eliminate a lot of opportunity to see those really fun plays where someone wipes a, a, a team i think it goes back to like the shotgun days when they took shotgun away from being able to actually down somebody right in one shot mm -hmm. and everybody complained about it and you you eliminated that skill gap that opportunity for a great play i think you do the kind of the same thing here but we'll see how it plays out I, i'm interested to see how much of these things they're trying in pop out cups end up making it into the main game I do think the idea is they're trying to find creative ideas to eliminate the turtle meta because no one wants to watch people turtle. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fun. You know? And so they're trying to find ways to, to make people. I can't imagine at the like, end of a game. Yeah. At the end of the oh, game, yeah. <laughs> watching this happen, like when they're tunneling, yeah. like at a pro event, like we saw at WSOE yeah. or we've seen at any of these major events and we're going to see yeah. it in, uh, in the secret skirmish in Katowice, Poland in a, in a month. Like, if that's if that's part of the rule set, I 
it's going to be super interesting at night at, or at the end circles, watching people build through other people's structures. That will be insane. Well, without further ado, as always, we got to get out of here with a tip and trick. And this week, we got a couple of tips and tricks for you. Let's go ahead and jump over to that section. You ask, do we have tips? Of course. And do we have tricks? Oh, yes, we do. So is it up. All right, Power GPU. Talked a lot, Medi, about how much you've been able to help out the community. But for those out there that are streaming, that are trying to get ready to stream, what are a couple tips for those people that are out there like, man, what, what are some of the things I should make sure that I'm marking off my list when I'm getting prepared to start streaming or turn on that stream? Number one tip uh, definitely would be, like I was mentioning earlier with the resolution. Um, everyone's always trying to go for the highest resolution as far as 1920 by, uh, by 1080. And when it comes to Twitch, there's actually, Twitch actually doesn't have enough bandwidth to really stream at 1080p. I mean, you can do it if you're a partnered content creator um, or streamer. They, have, they can go over 6,000 bit rate. But if you're just starting, which a lot of, a lot of people are just starting off, they, the average bit rate they can do is about 4,000 to 5,000. So you don't want to do 1080p. What you want to do is stick to 720, 60 or 960. So 1600 by 900 or uh, 1280 by 720 is where you want to stick to at 60 FPS. If you're doing a single PC setup, stick to your 720, depending on the specs, of course. It really, it really varies. Right. Um, but other than that, I mean, as far as the other thing too, is make sure you're always getting a CPU is the biggest thing when it comes to streaming. So if you're doing S264, make sure you get a good, powerful CPU. Awesome. Biggest thing. Uh, NVIDIA is coming out with a new NVEC as well, coming out very soon, which I've been beta testing that as well. So if you're on a budget, good, good GPU, doesn't matter if it's RTX or the older technology, that would definitely help out as well. Man, dropping it all right here. And I, I, you know, if you guys have questions, you got to reach out to this man. He's got all the tips. Red, what about for you, buddy? For someone that's getting to build a creative map, what's your number one kind of tip for like, man, how do I take all these tools in? How do I manage this? What do I, what do I need to look at it, creating a creative map? Man, just, just play with it. You know, honestly, it, it's, it's trial and error. Um, like I said, when I, when I first started messing with stuff, I was like, dude, I can't do this. In fact, the first one I did, Everything I did was all wood and, and, and brick because I know how to build with wood and brick. And I was like, man, let, let's try and start doing these copy and paste things. And, and it's really just a lot of playing, trial and error, and, and don't be afraid to try new things. That's it. Absolutely. Bobby, what about someone that wants to join a team or looking to be a part of, you know, maybe Wavy Gaming or just get, get their foot in the door? What, what, what's some advice you give to somebody that's reaching out to somebody like you? Um, the first thing I'd say, man, is just don't be scared. You know, like uh, sometimes you have to take risks. And I believe that's what I did. And uh, just, you know, just follow, follow, you know, good people and good communities. Like I said, there's a lot of these these teams out there that are, you know, they have big numbers and big names, but they don't they don't treat you, you know, very well. And I can say that from experience. So I just say, like, when you go somewhere, just make sure you're putting your all into it. Just make sure you're grinding. And like I said, the biggest thing is just don't be scared, man. Cause like I said, that's, that's what I did. I did a little leap of faith of my, on myself, you know, and, and you know, my buddy, Jonathan, he's, he helped me build this and I think we're doing good so far, man. So just, like I said, just, just put your all into it. So that's all I can say really. Absolutely. Well guys, as always, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys at home enjoyed this kind of round table squad chatter that we had going on today. Uh, as always, you can shoot us a review over at iTunes, wherever you're listening, Podbean. Tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show. Shoot your complaints over to the Fortnite Podcast at gmail.com. And, you know, tell, tell us what you didn't like, maybe. And, you know, how we can continue to make the show better for you. Uh, well, before we get out of here, Power, why don't you start us off? Tell people where they can find you. Tell them, you know, if they have a question, where they can find the man that has all the knowledge at. 
easiest thing to do is go on Google and type in power GPU. Everything <laughs> is power GPU. It's that simple. Uh, best way to reach me would be either on Twitter DMs, join the Discord and answer. Yeah, I can answer your questions or just send me an email. That's simple. And everything, all the information, like I said, it can be found online. Just Google Power GPU. How'd you come up with the name Power GPU? I should have asked you that, but I, I didn't. <laughs> uh, 10 years ago, when I was reviewing video cards and benchmarking stuff, just came up. <laughs> Power GPU. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Make sure you guys are Googling that. Reach out to him. Like I said, his door's always been open. No matter how big, how small you are, feel free to reach out to Power. And, you know, from, from streaming support to technical questions to Fortnite questions, and probably some Destiny questions. You can you can reach out to to, to Power and get that. And uh, Red, if somebody wants to follow you and check out the creative, um, do you uh, where where could they reach you at? Yeah, I mean probably Twitter uh, rred eighty uh, four. I've got a YouTube channel as well rred eighty four. Right now it's got one video, so there's not a whole lot of content there for you. Uh, but I'm also going to be um, probably hanging out on the the cre- uh, creative subreddit. Right. Uh, it's kind of a small subreddit right now, and it's it's. There's not a whole lot of action going on there. Um, so I'm going to be on there trying to encourage people and see if we can find, there's a lot of really cool builds on there, man. And there's a lot of cool people that have some neat ideas that don't have codes yet. And so I'll be on there trying to give advice and, and help promote other people. So well, I, can find there well. I I think that one's probably going to be growing a little bit here in the next year. <laughs> I have a feeling. With, with all the changes to creative, it, it's going to blow up, I'm sure, like all their other subreddits. So. If you guys if you guys are listening, you want to write this down. Here's the code for Red's uh, Island, the one v one park, uh, the battle park, as we like to call it. It is eight three two one eight six nine nine six six three nine. Real quick again, eight three two one eight six nine nine six six three nine. Bobby. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find Wavy Gaming and yourself throughout the week if they want to hit you up? Um, well, mostly Twitter. You go to Twitter, look up Wavy Gaming Club. You'll find us there. We also have a link in, in our Twitter to our Discord. You know, we got a community Discord if anybody wants to join, ask any questions. Uh, my personal Twitter is at Reason33WG. So, uh, like I said, if you guys ever want to hop in the Discord, you know, like I said, just follow us on Twitter. Go to that link. Go there. And also YouTube, same thing, Wavy Gaming Club. So... Uh, anytime you guys let me get a reach reach me i'm right there so awesome well guys thank you so much for joining me today uh as always guys you can follow us on twitter at the fortnite podcast myself two loud tx the number two l-u-d-t-x raw red r-a-l-l-r-a-l-l-r-e-d 84 and then you got power gpu at power gpu just like it sounds guys and then reason is at reason 33 wg and guys as always and until next time Dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. The Fortnite Podcast is a two-loud production presented by DeSerto.com and sponsored by Elgato Gaming. The background music for the Elgato ad is brought to you by Kevin McLeod. The song is called Rainbows and you can visit it at Incomputech.com.